And welcome back to On Stage, Off Stage. I'm your host, George Sapio, and welcome to week number one of our Valentine's Day-themed short plays. Our playwright this week is Donna Hoke, and the play is You Haven't Changed a Bit. There are two characters in this play, Len, who is played by Michael Donato, and Lottie, who is played by Kristen Sad. The setting is the lobby of a restaurant or banquet hall. The time is the present. Are you here for the... 70th high school reunion? You bet I am, Lottie. You recognize me. You haven't changed a bit. Oh, you. I'm sorry, I don't... Len. Len Bennett. Len. My apologies. I'm a little nervous. I haven't been to any of the reunions. I know. I've been to all of them. I guess I just never felt the need. I always hoped you would. The letters would come, and I'd put them aside to think about later, and somehow I never ended up going. I kept in touch with a few friends, and I was always so busy that the past just didn't seem... I don't know. But those friends are gone now, so I thought... I'm glad you did. The reunion committee was very insistent. It was hard to ignore all those letters. It could be our last chance. That's what the reunion committee said. I suppose that's true. I'm really out of the loop. You've been missed. Really? I haven't thought about high school in so long or the people... Hey, do you remember Howie Peters? We voted him class clown. Oh, he made me laugh so. He's gone. Emphysema. Oh, that's awful. Mm. Silly, funny Howie. Mm. You know who I'd love to see? Patsy Parker. She used to sit next to me in Homer Parker, Parkinson. We joked about that all the time, how because of our names we were joined for life. <laughs> I haven't seen her since high school. She died. Just recently, actually. Oh, no. Now I, I suddenly miss her. That big, toothy smile. Remember that? Oh, I wish we'd kept in touch. Mary Albright, she was a... Liver cancer. About 20 years ago. 20 years already? She ended up marrying Carmine Jackson. Remember him from the football team? Oh, that smoothie. I never thought he'd settled down. Is he here? Before Mary, actually. He had Alzheimer's. Oh. That's the worst. I thank God for my mind. If you've got your mind, you've got your life. Mary had a tough time with him. I should have sent her a note, but I didn't know. She got the cancer shortly after. Poor thing. My husband died from cancer, pancreas. It's been nearly five years now. I heard I'm so sorry. I wanted to send a note, but I I didn't know if it would be appropriate. 
I never thought it would start getting hard to remember that life, the one with him in it. Maybe my mind really is going. It all starts to seem that way, doesn't it? High school seems so many lives ago. You know, the reunion committee must have had some time trying to round up people after all these years. A lot of people have been coming all along, so we could kind of keep track. Oh, I've missed a lot, haven't I? Oh, you know how they go. Not really. Tell me. Well, at the first one, ten years, it was a lot of remember this, remember that, and catch up. Do you have kids? What kind of work do you do? Who's made it and who didn't dare show up? Who got fat? <laughs> Ten years later, we were all fat. And, and we counted divorces and remarriages until Carmine started talking about the big game like he always did. And there was a slideshow and we just ended up remembering a lot more of this and that. I think the next one is when we started talking about how old we were all getting and and thinking it might not be so bad to be back in high school. And then we started losing people. And I don't know, after that, I I think we were just happy to have each other. And memories to share with, with people who knew us when we didn't walk so slowly, when our lives were full of promise, when we first fell in love. Benjamin Brack. I don't suppose... 98. Lou Gehrig's. I wish I'd known that. I really wish I'd known that. I talked to him quite a few times over the years. If it helps, he remembered you fondly. As I remember him. Where did the time go? Flooded by like a butterfly. Beautiful. Fleeting. That's very poetic, Lynn. And sad. Sad for Ben and Patsy and Mary. I remember them. So young. And it's sad that there's no one who remembers me like that. A fresh-faced girl. I remember you. But I, I... You liked blue sweaters. Yes. And I liked you in your blue sweaters. Len, you're making an old woman blush. And you wore your hair in braids on Fridays. It was always getting dirty by then. And you helped organize that scrap drive and pushed everybody in town to help. I just wanted something to do instead of worrying all the time about my brothers. They made it home. Yes, they did. They made it home and had families and lives. I have nieces and nephews scattered around. (laughs) Do you remember when I interviewed you for the school paper? You said it was everybody's responsibility to chip in, that just because we were students and not on the front, that didn't excuse us from stepping up in any way we could. I said that? How self-important you must have thought me. Not at all. I took great pride in sharing your views in the trumpeter. 
the trumpeter, my goodness. I haven't thought about that in years. My my picture was in there once when I protested that girls should be able to play sports. You were busy even then. Here. Look at this. You saved them. My earliest bylines. I don't like to let things go. Lottie Parkinson organizes scrap drive. Oh, it really is another lifetime. By Leonard Bennett. Len Bennett. Oh, oh my, you're Lenny Benny. Nobody's called me that since the last reunion. Well, you, you sat behind me for four years in a Rowan English class. You always asked me how my weekend was. Yes. And smelled like, um, menin. That was my dad. <laughs> and, and... You asked me to the senior ball before you knew Benjamin had asked me already. Yes. I can't believe I didn't recognize you, Lenny Benny. It's been a long time. But you recognize me. You haven't changed a bit. What if... Oh, my. What if I don't recognize anybody... You've seen them over the years, but I... That would be so embarrassing if everybody recognized me and I I didn't... We're it. What do you mean? We're it. We're all that's left of our class. Well, that can't be true. It's true. But they insisted I come, that it might be my last chance. It is our last chance. The reunion committee... Lottie, I was the reunion committee. Just you? All by myself. You sent all those letters? I wanted you to come. We're the only ones left. How could I not have known that? You've been busy. So there's no reunion. Yes, there is. But you just said that... I've made dinner reservations for two. Will you join me, Lottie, for the 70th reunion of our class at PS 92? Just us. Just us. And our memories. That was You Haven't Changed a Bit by playwright Donna Hoke. The actors were Michael Donato as Len and Kristen Sad as Lottie. And as usual, when we have our play readings on onstage, offstage, my first question is always... So where did this idea come from? I think it was a combination of things. Um, I moved back here about 10 years ago to Buffalo. Well, it's almost 11 years now. And um, a few years after I moved back, I joined Facebook. And, and all these high school people had kind of coalesced around Facebook. 
and started planning all these get-togethers, happy hours and, and things. Um, and I went to one, and I had kept in touch, you know, much like Lottie, with, you know, three or four people from high school that I was really good friends with that I still see. I mean, not all the time, but we get together at least once or twice a year. And everybody else I really pretty much never saw. But I went to one of these happy hours with one of my friends just for the heck of it and, and discovered that there's kind of a a sense of, I don't know, weird sense of belonging, even if these people weren't your close friends, just people who knew you when you were 17 years old before you were a fully formed adult. <laughs> there's just something comforting about being around those people. It's very odd. Um, and then around that same time, my mother, who's 87, lost both of her remaining siblings within six months. And it was kind of the combination of those two things, I think. Like, what happens when you get to the point where you really have lost everyone who knew you when you were younger? You don't want to keep making new friends. It's hard to make new friends. And, you know, where would you go where you could find someone who knew you when you were your younger self and hasn't met you as an old person? And I think those two things combined... Um, to create that play. Huh. My, my other question was going to be, do you actually go to these reunions, or is this just a, uh, a way of... Do, I have do, been... Do you do it mostly on I social been, media? No, I have been to the ones... No, I, that's what I was saying. I did go to one of the happy... They have one every month, and I've been to maybe two. I had been to my 10-year reunion, my 20-year reunion, um, but when I went to that happy hour, I had not been to anything in a long time. And so that was... You know, that was kind of thing. And I had just, and the other thing is I had just moved back to my hometown several years earlier. So I didn't know a lot of people either. So it was, I was in that position of having to meet new people. And those were people that I knew, you know, and it doesn't even matter if you were great friends with them. You know, it's just, they knew you then, you know, they're not meeting you for the first time as, you know, in this case, an 88 year old woman. Well, I, I wonder about that because they knew you way back in the day. Okay. We're talking... Mm -hmm. Um, you know, 20, 30 years ago or whatever that might be, however long it's been since any one of us have been to a reunion. For me, it's coming up on, I, I think, 40 years or something like that in a couple of years for me. And if I actually went to my reunion, I'd be meeting these people all over again for the first time in a sense as, a, as you said, a fully formed adult. Now, mm -hmm. having to reintroduce myself to people who knew me back when I was, you know, the class dweeb. <laughs> I, I mean, for me, that would be something, but what was it like for you? It's weird because on one hand, you know, there's probably a reason that you haven't remained friends with a lot of certain people. You know, you, you are like, like Lottie, you had the friends you had, and those are the ones you remained in touch with. But, you know, all the people I ran track with or, you know, the people I was in certain classes with, you had a relationship. It might not have been a close one, but you had one. And, and they have memories of you at that age, which is something that for Lottie, nobody else in her life has, you know. Oh, okay. And, and I think that it's comforting if you have nobody else. I think she seeks that comfort of finding somebody who doesn't just meet her and say, oh, that old woman. You know, if she goes back and meets people she went to school with, they're going to remember her as a young, spirited girl, um, which, which is what she's seeking and what she finds, so albeit she very little supply. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's once you get to the end of the play and, you, and, and Len says, this is it. It's just us. It comes to a point where 
it, that could happen to any one of us where the tree of, of your acquaintances slowly narrows till you get to the top. And our actors were trying to picture themselves. We did some prep before this. We started talking about this possibility. And I could see looks of fear crossing both of their countenances. You know, it was, what's going to happen when there's nobody left? I've watched it happen to my mother. I mean, all the friends she had while I was growing up, they're all gone. Her siblings are all gone. Um, she has made some new friends, and my father's gone. Um, she has a couple new friends that she's made, you know, but it's always precarious at that age. And, you know, I think, you know, her naivete and going back and expecting more people to be there um, is kind of sad, you know, like she really just had no idea because people do get wrapped up in their own lives and True, they do. And, you know. Yeah. So did this play jump fully formed into your head or I mean, did you see what was going to happen before you actually started putting words down or did part of it come to you? I always know the end of a play pretty much or at least I know what I think the end is going to be and this end pretty much was what I mean, how they got to the end kind of evolved as I started writing, but I knew that they would be the only two. Um, okay. And that would be the end. And, and when I've seen it done, I mean, the one, the one time I saw it done, some people saw the end coming and some were very surprised, which was interesting too. One of the interesting things that we talked about the other night as we were recording this was what would happen if there was no interest between Lottie and Len on Lottie's side. I mean, here Len has been pining for her for years after years after years. And this is not something you have to ask and answer. This is, but it was part of our prep, okay, that you had to keep that possibility in mind because Len was going out on such a limb to make this happen and trying mm -hmm. to reach her. And as you say, these are the last two of their particular class. And you could see the actor, Mike, playing Len, dealing with this, especially at the end of the play. And the two of them just so focused on each other so intimately and perfectly that there was, they were almost crying by the end. Um, as far as actors go from some of the other productions, have, have you had reactions like that before? I have gotten emails from actors. I, I mean, I've never had that experience with any other play where the actors have emailed me even when I wasn't there and have sought me out, you know, via my website to tell me how much they enjoyed. I had a husband and wife play, play it in New Jersey. Um, actors in Florida emailed me. It really does seem to affect people who play it because I think it's hard not to put yourself in that situation. As for Lottie, I'm not sure she does have a romantic interest in him, um, but she's going to explore the possibility, you know, that that they might find something. Maybe well, they'll just have a nice dinner. I don't know. <laughs> it could be. It could very well be. Well, at least they'd have dinner. Anyway, Donna Hoke, thank you so very, very much for being a guest on our show once again and for your remarkable play. You haven't changed a bit. And uh, we look forward to more of your work in the future. 